Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, hello. Welcome back, personal besties. Today's episode, we're getting a little saucy today. We're talking about something a little risky for Live Your Personal Best. We're talking all about nutrition for better sex. And I love this conversation because there are so many different goals on why to be healthier and why to eat better and why to work out, right? And this is one that we don't talk about a lot. Like there are some great benefits that being healthier can lead to in the bedroom. And we have Christine here just all out in the open talking about it today. So I'm so excited. So if this is, you know, a topic that you've thought about before, you weren't sure where to start, or maybe this is something that hasn't even crossed your mind. Today, we're going to be talking about the perfect menu for a date night, you know, get you in the mood. We're going to be talking about long-term effects versus short-term effects with your nutrition and just so much more. I'm so excited for this. This is the first time we've ever done an episode like this. So after the episode, please let me know what you think. I'm over on Instagram. It's at liveyourpb, at liveyourpb. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you like it. And with that, let's get started. What's up and welcome to the Live Your Personal Best podcast. This is the place where I help current and former athletes like you to show up confidently in the gym and in life. I'm your host, Emily Kaufman, a former Division I athlete and author of Elite to Everyday Athlete. I'm going to show you how to stay motivated in reaching your goals and how to have more fun doing it. So let's sweat it out and start living your personal best. Welcome back, guys. Today, we are joined by Christine. She's a licensed acupuncturist specializing in sexual health. Her book, Diet for Great Sex, Food for Male and Female Sexual Health, dives deep into the true catalyst of what makes our bodies fire on all cylinders and the best steps to maintain them through diet for as long as possible. Christine, I'm so excited that you're joining us today. I'm so happy to be here, Emily. Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me on your show. Yeah, this is a really exciting conversation because, you know, on my podcast, we talk about food, diet, exercise all the time, but it's usually for different goals. So I've never had one where the goal is, you know, for better sex, better sexual health. So I'm so excited to talk with you about it. I'd love to know a little bit more about how you decided in specializing in this. And is it an issue that you see a lot of people struggling with? Going back as far as I can remember, um, you know, probably my earliest memories are with food. I'm a real foodie. I love food, the aesthetics of food. I like taking pictures of food. I, I try to make everything look really pretty. And I've always kind of been obsessed with natural health and, and kind of a natural approach to well-being. So, um, you know, that's kind of my background. Uh, when I was in college, I, I trained to be a research scientist. And so I am science minded and I like to look at, you know, evidence and, and how what, what the evidence says about, uh, you know, our, our lifestyle choices and whatnot. But by profession, I am a licensed acupuncturist in private practice specializing in sexual health. So I didn't always specialize in sexual health. I actually, you know, did a lot of what most acupuncturists treat. You know, we treat a lot of back pain. We treat a lot of headaches. We treat a lot of 
you know, neck pain and that sort of thing. But one day when uh, one of my patients who I was treating for back pain came in and asked me if I could do anything to help him have stronger erections. And so I said, well, you know, let's give it a whirl. I haven't treated it much, but let's, let's try it out. And, you know, one of the places I, I wanted to put needles was in his perineum, you know, in between the testicles and the anus. And, you know, it was the most awkward, uncomfortable conversation I had had with patients as of yet. He was fine with it, you know, because the, the perineum is an area, it's a, it's a major crossing point of nerves associated with sexual function. And it's one point that I actually use quite a bit on my patients. So anyways, he had such good results. And then I had a few more patients right after him who also had really great results for sexual health. And I just thought, wow, you know, this really has the potential to bring a lot to people's lives. You know, my patients were so happy. It made such a difference in their relationships with their partners and in intimacy that I thought, you know, I, I want to focus more on this because, you know, treating sexual health is difficult, whether you're talking about with pharmaceuticals in any way, it's something that's difficult to treat. So the fact that we were getting such good results, I saw an opportunity there, you know, to, to, to do something meaningful. So in specializing in sexual health, I'm always asking my patients, well, what do you eat? Because Chinese medicine is always looking to treat the root of good health. You know, so often we treat the branch instead of the root, we treat the symptoms. And in doing so, we're not really making people healthier. We're, you know, just kind of suppressing those symptoms. So if we're, if we're thinking about the root of sexual health, we have to consider diet. When we think about great sex, we think of it usually as the psychological phenomenon. You know, we think about the right person, the right mood, the right situation. But physiologically, great sex is when our nerves are firing strong, rapid impulses to and from our genitals. It's when our blood vessels are delivering abundant blood flow, and it's when our sex hormones are balanced. And food very much affects that, and there's a whole lot of research uh, showing that relationship. Yeah, that's awesome. I definitely know what you're saying. You know, a lot of times with the sexual health or, you know, when you're talking about having sex, it's like, okay, well, what are all these other factors that you can contribute to? And it's usually dating advice. And it's usually, right. <laughs> you know, like, what can you do with your partner? But this is, you know, taking it one step before that of, okay, let's examine what food we're putting into our body and how that is affecting us. Exactly. I mean, that that we're talking about libido. We're talking about actual pleasure signals. We're talking about all aspects of great sex um, are definitely influenced by food. So it's, it's a real important factor in that. Yeah. Does it affect male and female differently? You know, surprisingly, not so much. I mean, the specific hormones, optimal ratios are different in males and females, you know, so for sexual health, males tend to do better with higher testosterone, but estrogen is just as important. In fact, they have enzymes that convert testosterone to a form of estrogen. And uh, it is really important in male sexual health too. So the ratios are different, but in general, you know, females need testosterone for optimal libido. Uh, males need testosterone for optimal libido. They're just different in, in portions and the mechanisms are the same. You know, we, if we have better nerve conduction, we have better sex, whether you're male, female, or any gender orientation or identity. And if we have better blood flow, we have, you know, more sensitivity in our genitals. So that means when our partner touches us, 
it feels better. Those pleasure signals are stronger. So it's not only, you know, the nerve conduction to and from our genitals, it's also the processing in our brains. So those dopamine pathways, you know, dopamine is pleasure. And those dopamine pathways are more efficient when we're eating the right building blocks. And that's, that's the same for male and female. Oh, that's awesome. Because usually when you think about it, you know, it's like, oh, it's totally two different things. Or, you know, we approach it differently. But, you know, the fact that it does kind of all boil down to, you know, that sensitivity and the nerves. So, you know, now that we kind of know what's going on behind the scenes, in your book, you actually have a date night menu of, you know, certain foods that help you more than others. Can you go through what foods we should be eating? Yeah. So, okay. So let me tell you that there's, there's a difference between long-term sexual health goals with eating and short-term sexual health goals. So long-term, obviously we're looking at you know, the health of our vascular system, you know, the health of our cardiovascular system, hormonal balance. We're looking at, again, you know, just the health of our nerves. But actually, there is a surprising amount of difference in the short term after what we eat. So certain foods that you eat will actually tank testosterone shortly after eating them. And that's not what you want, whether you're male or female, it's not what you want for a nice date night, you know, when you're going to be having, um, having sex and some foods will actually measurably compromise arterial function. They'll actually stiffen your blood vessels. So other foods will actually promote elasticity and better blood flow in the short term. So, um, so the date night sex menu are all the foods that actually have research to show that they have these short-term effects. You know, the book in general is more about, you know, eating consistently for great sex, but the date night sex menu is what can you do that day? And so for example, there's a substance in our bodies, you know, that our bodies produce, it's called nitric oxide and it dilates blood vessels. And so, just like athletes tend to eat certain foods like a pre-workout or pre-performance foods that will improve the way their, their bodies utilize oxygen, uh, you know, their cells utilize oxygen and it'll improve blood flow. It will dilate blood vessels. Nitric oxide is, you know, is, is something that dilates blood vessels. And when we eat nitrate rich foods, our nitric oxide levels increase. This is the same pathway that something like Viagra or, you know, operates on. So in one study, for example, participants ate one single serving of spinach and two hours later, their salivary nitric oxide was measured and it was eight times that of baseline. So that's with one serving of spinach, you know, so those nitrate rich foods have an immediate dilating effect on blood vessels. And it's pretty significant. Honestly, it's not, you know, it, it is subtle. It's not like taking a Viagra pill but it's definitely enough to, you know, to, to take note and, and to pay attention to. There are other nitrate rich foods too, like beets, you know, celery, cabbage. Uh, there's a lot of them out there and we're not talking about like things like deli meat nitrates, you know, that, that sort of thing, that's not going to have the effect that you're looking for. But so nitrate rich foods are, are one. So you can start like with a leafy green salad, for example, and that's, that's a nice one to start with. Polyphenols are another one that have shown in research to immediately improve the elasticity and function of arteries. And so those are found in things like apples, berries, that sort of thing. Potassium, 
is another one. And we can have a whole conversation about potassium because it's something that we are sorely lacking in our diet. You can actually eat healthy and still not be getting an, enough potassium. And most of us are not. Um, in fact, like 97% of Americans do not get enough potassium. And we'll, we'll talk about that. But in the short term, even potassium helps dilate those blood vessels. So more blood flow equals better sex across the board. Then you want to stay away from those foods that compromise blood flow. So a salty meal will stiffen blood vessels within 30 minutes of eating them. Um, so your processed foods, you know, and unfortunately going out to eat, it's usually a lot of salt. So, you know, you go out, you have your, you know, your uh, chicken Alfredo, it's all greasy and fatty and salty and delicious. Um, and then you've got your creme brulee is your dessert. That's an example that I used in my book. Um, so the, the sugar, the high sugary sweets are going to tank testosterone and the fattiness is and the saltiness is going to stiffen your blood vessels. A good alternative for your date night menu is a high omega-3 fat meal because um, the high omega-3 fats actually had the opposite effect on blood vessels. They actually helped improve elasticity. So if you have like a wild salmon or if you're plant-based, if you have a nice, maybe a butternut squash that's going to be rich in potassium and you have some walnuts on it with the high omega-3s, you're going to get a nice meal that's going to really improve uh, blood flow. So basically staying away for the greasy, fatty foods and the salty foods and sugary foods and, and sticking with those ones that are that are nutrient rich uh, that that focus on those blood vessels. Yeah, that's so interesting because as you mentioned with the spinach, you know, it was eight times the levels and you're like, it's not going to be as noticeable as Viagra, but these are the things that, you know, they're the subtle differences. If you, you know, are coming back from the date night and you're just like, what's wrong? Like, is it because I haven't been sleeping enough? Is it because, you know, I ate too much? Like those subtle things that you're like, I'm either feeling it or I'm not like those things can be into play. So I love that. Hey guys, real quick, I wanted to jump in and let you guys know about a hangout opportunity that's happening later this week on Friday. It's on a new app that's called Wisdom, and it's basically like joining an Instagram live, but instead of just watching what I'm doing or listening to my voice, you're actually able to jump in. You're able to ask questions, come hang out with me. We can talk about future topics you want to hear. We can talk about plans for the next year. Whatever it is, whatever you want to come talk to me about, come on Friday. We'll be doing it Friday, December 17th at noon Eastern Standard Time, so 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The app is called Wisdom, and I'll leave a link below. So if you wanna come hang out, join me there. I can't wait to answer your questions. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing how much, you you know, we all know that when we go out to eat and like eat too much, we want to just collapse when we get home, you know, and unbutton our pants, you know, uh, and not have sex, but <laughs> you know, but yeah, certain meals will, you can, you can make it a fun couple's night too. I've actually, of course, I tried out these, these recipes before putting them in my book. I try them out with myself on my patients, uh, just to kind of put the science in practice and see, you know, what kind of results we got. And it's, it's pretty fun. You know, we, we did uh, one meal, we juiced some beets for the, you know, high nitrates. We had a beautiful salad and squirted some lemon on there and salt and pepper, not no salt, sorry, pepper. We had a, an, some acorn squash and we put some beautiful spices and, and some walnuts on there and um, had 
you know, berries for dessert. And, uh, you know, a couple hours later, tested out the results. And, um, you know, it was it was subtle, but uh, noticeable. Yes, I love what you said there, making it fun. It's not like, oh, this is like a strict thing, but you're like, yeah, I can, you know, taste good, still have the desserts, but then also, you know, making it towards your goals. And so you had mentioned a lot about the potassium aspect of it. Um, so I wanted to circle back on that and your suggestions around potassium. Sure. So potassium is a big one. Um, you know, human beings, we used to take in about 10 times as much potassium in our diets as sodium. And now with our heavily processed diets, we take in about the opposite, 10 times as much sodium as potassium. And, you know, our bodies strive to maintain very precise levels of these minerals. So some people say, oh, well, it doesn't matter. You know, your body just flushes all that extra salt out, but it comes at a cost. Your kidneys have to flush out potassium along with the sodium in order to deal with all that excess sodium. And that's when we're not getting enough potassium as it is. So according to, there were two studies that I, that I saw, both of which it was higher than 90% of us. One suggested 97% of Americans do not get enough potassium in our diets. And um, this is, it wreaks havoc on our blood vessels. Uh, you know, those, it causes arterial calcification. So it, uh, this accumulation to build up on the blood vessel walls, which makes for poor blood flow. And it, they, the elasticity of those blood vessels is reduced. They're, you know, stiffer and potassium softens that delicate inner lining and it promotes blood flow. And it's just really, really good for our blood vessels. So it's something that we want to incorporate, but you have to make a conscious effort to get potassium in your diet. It's not something that if you just say, oh, I'm going to eat healthy, you will necessarily get because a lot of the high potassium foods, most of them, in fact, are higher carb. So a lot of us who who pay it, who watch our carbs, um, you would have to make a real effort. So there's only a few foods that are lower in carb, for example, that have a lot of potassium. It's leafy greens and, um, you know, certain protein sources as well have that potassium. But your best sources are things like yams with the skins, because about 40% of the potassium is in the skin, potatoes with the skin, squash, oranges, and again, leafy greens, mangoes. Um, there's not a huge list of foods that we eat on a regular basis that, that actually have them. So if you can incorporate a couple of those into your daily routine every day, then you can kind of get the rest of your potassium more piecemeal. Yeah. No, I was thinking about all the foods that you're naming and it's a lot of the ones that are in season right now, like the squashes and the sweet potatoes. It's like all the fall time foods. So that's really exciting to be able to, you know, incorporate that more. Yeah, absolutely. And then in the summer, you can do your summer squash too, um, which is also high in potassium. Yeah. And so these were a lot for the short-term effects, you said? Long-term and short-term. The potassium, you definitely, th this is for long-term benefit, It, but it also has short-term benefit. That's awesome. And what I love about this too is, you know, these are also the foods that you would think of, of eating. Just be healthier overall too. These are the foods that make you feel lighter and more energized and will like help you in the gym as you kind of compared it to, you know, being an athlete with the pre-workout. This is the same thing, just a different type of workout. Is there any like one last piece of advice that you'd love to leave everyone with today that we're missing? 
Um, well, you know, just honestly, you can take care of your bodies, but you also have to think about taking care of your partner. You know, great sex doesn't just come from within our bodies. It also comes from, you know, caring for our partners in a, in a kind way. So we're, we're always, you know, looking to be giving, um, as well as, uh, you know, nourishing ourselves. Yeah. No, that's such a great note to leave off on. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Where can people find you, find your book, follow you, all of that? Uh, I'm at dietforgreatsex.com. And I'm also on social media at dietforgreatsex on Instagram. I have some recipe videos on TikTok. The, The book is a nice, fun, cheeky, very readable way to look at the science behind eating for great sex. And like you said, it's not distinct from a healthy diet. You don't have to pick either, you know, good health or good sex. It's just a different way of looking at, um, you know, a healthy diet. It's looking at it from the lens of how it affects us sexually. Yeah, no, I love that. Well, thank you so much. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.